The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Business on News Radio 94.3 WSC. Each Saturday morning at 8.30, successful business leaders and entrepreneurs from across the Lowcountry talk about what it takes to succeed in business and in life. Now your hosts of Beyond the Business, Eric Cox and Leslie Haywood. And great Saturday morning, Lowcountry. Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Business, heard exclusively here on 94.3 WSC every Saturday morning. Thank you for taking the time to tune the dial and listen to great wisdom from great entrepreneurs. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Cox, here with the lovely... The talented, and not only that, what the day is great it? Leslie Haywood. Happy birthday Yay! to Leslie. It's her actual birthday today. We're celebrating with cake and coffee this morning and all excited. And bubbles and Bubbles lunch. later today. So uh, happy birthday, Leslie. Oh, thank you. I mean, thank you, thank you. 30 has never looked so good. Oh, I know, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's my 16th anniversary of my 30th birthday. There you go. I like that. That's good. That's good. Well, I got to tell you, Leslie, uh, here we are, uh, the last show of the year. I know. Uh, a couple of days before 2018, which is hard to believe. And I just, uh, I'd like to say thank you to um, you for uh, being a part of this show and bringing it every single week like you do. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. You're a great co-host. And I'm glad uh, that you are a part of my life and a part of this show and what you uh, have done for all of the listeners of this show. Oh, so thank you. I appreciate you. that. Thank you. Thank you. It's been. A, You're blushing. Yes. I know. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Stop it. <laughs> hard, to, hard to get compliments from me, right? I know. No, it's been an amazing journey. And we constantly, I, you know, learn so much every week and get to know so many wonderful people. And um, like last week was no, no exception. And uh, like we always do with this, the second half of these stories, Chris and Sherry, we're going to talk about you kind of like you aren't here. Um, but what an amazing show we had last week and um great insights total transparency yes. and uh, again that's what to me uh, beyond the business people you know stories you don't is all about thank you for that tagline by the way uh, you did a great job coming up <laughs> honestly uh without you that we really wouldn't have a show right oh It'd my me god rambling what on, do you so. want yeah there's no big... just, it's your birthday you, you get all oh i get all credit oh, all kudos you're on your being birthday. nice to me it's a holiday birthday. spirit so hopefully everybody in the low country had a great Christmas and you're geared yes. up for a great New Year's. Yep. So we're in between and we're going to go out with a bang today, as uh, Leslie mentioned, with the second half of our show from Chris Lloyd and Sherry Rector, by the way, who are the proprietors of Honest One Auto Care, uh, which is located in West Ashley, Somerville, and Mount Pleasant. Um, Leslie, you reflect back if you can remember before. All the food and fun and folly <laughs> right. of, of Christmas. Um, what takeaways uh, do you have from uh, their first part of their, their show? Their first part yeah. of the show. Well, I well, 
first of all. Um, both of them are from military families, which is a shout out to the military. And I'm also uh, from a military family, so I can really appreciate that. And I think um, with a lot of our guests that do have that growing up, moving around, um, I think that that just helps um, helps people open their minds and they get different experiences. And um, uh, Chris, you especially were very open and transparent and about your struggles um, early on with, you know, drugs and alcohol and how um, now to I can't wait to for you to explain where you are now. So that, like you said uh, last week, gives people hope that no matter where you come from and what your background is or what your demons are today, that tomorrow will be tomorrow can be different if you want it to be. So uh, what about you, Eric? What well, are and it ties that? in with that. Just uh, as you all were talking about and Chris, you alluded to it's it's uh you know, and what is that that truly motivates you? And uh, you mentioned something in the story that um, it can change. And so recognizing that maybe some of your original motivations are no longer those and being aligned with those. I think that's really important mm-hmm. because we get set on a path. We sell a course and sometimes we believe we have to stay that course no matter what. In reality, this is life and it twists and turns. And as yours has, um, turns out uh if you follow the, the, the course and what it's supposed to be and have some faith along the way, um, you can prosper. And so that, that to me was a, a great takeaway as well as Sherry, your undeniable thirst for learning and education and all your degrees. Um, I don't feel so smart in the room. No, so much to you, we but, are definitely not um, the smartest people in the room. You know, it, it was interesting the way my brain mechanically works when it comes to this show, thinking about the evolution of, on, of, um, Honest One Auto Care and how that came about and knowing that Honest One is a franchise Mm -hmm. um, and knowing that, Sherry, your background, you know, 30 years in the aluminum industry, you mentioned that whole thing was predicated on processes and procedures. And so um, thinking about the fact that you grew up around that, you knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur at some point, Chris, and how that collides to take sort of uh, the the process procedure world into the auto care industry, which is probably fairly unheard of. Uh, but you probably chose a franchise model because of processes and procedures. So I'm excited to hear all that unfold today. And I say we just dive right into, uh, you know, let's continue with the story. As we were leaving off last week, um, we were talking about the evolution of this business and how it came together and how you two formulated the idea to take off with this. So walk us through that. Sherry, we're going to pass the ball to you on this one, if that's okay. So how we found Honest One. How you found Honest One and that whole idea of this is the path we're going to forge. Well, Chris had been looking for, he kept saying, we want, we want to open up a shop. And I'm saying, oh, no, we're not going to open up a shop. He's looked at Chris's automotive shop or something. I said, no. And um, I was working on my master's at the time, and I was looking for business plans and just happened to trip across Honest One on the Internet. And looked at it a little bit, and they're eco-friendly, they're tree huggers. They were promoting a, I planted a tree today program. I said, okay, if you want to look at a shop, let's look at this one. So I got him to look at Honest One, and uh, he ran with it. He said, let's go out to Arizona and meet these people. So he went out to the corporate office, met the president. He's got synergy with all those people. They're the presidents from, what, Cary, North Carolina, neighbors with his people he worked for when he was at McDonald's, um, the vice president, the, what was Reese? Um, Vice President of Operations. Vice President of Operations at Honest One was actually from Anderson, South Carolina. And it was just a, a great warm feeling talking to these people. So we 
bought into the franchise, then bought the area developer um, for the state of South Carolina and have been moving forward with Honest One and trying to promote the um, model that they put in place. And we, we forgot to do this uh, at the beginning of last show. You give us a quick snippet. Oh, yeah. But, what is Honest what, One? What is yeah. the mantra of Honest One that makes it so unique and different? Honest One Auto Care is focused on honesty and integrity and marketing in an eco-friendly environment. Wow. I mean, there's, there's lots of mantras. You know, home right. of the honest mechanic. Um, the now, most important part is you. The so you said that you you knew you didn't want to open up a shop, be an independent entrepreneur. Right. Um, why? What what was it about the franchise that was more appealing than doing it on your own? For me, it's because I needed the support. I didn't know anything about running your own business. I didn't have, I mean, I'd never balanced my own checkbook. You know, I made money. I spent money. I had more coming in than I had going out. I was good. Um, very loose, you know, structures, not going to work in the business world. So I needed the franchise that, you know, would support me, that I have somebody, the other franchisees, you know, somebody I could call and ask and say, you know, where am I going wrong with this? Or, you know, what can I do to, you know, what marketing do I need to do? Somebody who could actually support me where Chris is a little more instinctual, a lot of that kind of stuff with the background he's had, but I wanted to have the the structure. Right. And Chris, how about you in terms of, you know, evaluating the independent model versus uh, franchise corporate, and we've we've had a lot of that conversation on the show. By the way, you know, go one way versus the other. Uh, give us some of the strong points for you to choose uh, um, that path. When when we looked at when we looked at Honest One as a potential franchise model that we could invest in, um, I asked Sherry at that point in time. So you would rather go the route of a franchise? She explained to me why. Same thing she just told you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we looked at some of the other franchise options that were out there. And um, Honest One was fresh. Uh, when we looked when we looked at Honest One, um, there there were only less than twenty franchise units across the United States. Um, so it was a fresh model in the automotive care industry and as a whole. Um, there's always an image that you have to overcome because most people, uh, most consumers, and that would include me and Sherry as a consumer, don't trust people that work on cars. Uh, nobody does. And so uh, we felt like that, uh, or at least I felt like, uh, that if we invested in Honest One, it was a fresh model that didn't have a tarnished reputation or a tarnished image. Uh, the model itself is actually upscale, very nice, um, kind of a departure from your typical uh, automotive care franchise. Um and again, you know, when we made the decision to go out to Arizona, uh, the 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 closing thing for me was the stars were perfectly aligned when I found out that um, the the president of the company, Jack Kell, actually used to be neighbors with the guy that owned the McDonald's that I worked with, and, and they knew each other. <laughs> so you're like, that's got to count for something. And and Reese Sutherland, who at the time was the vice president of operations, was from Anderson, South Carolina, but also lived on Folly Beach. Uh, so it wasn't like she wasn't. Uh, familiar um and uh we knew none of that before we went out to arizona uh it was meant to be yeah so at that point in time it was just meant to be and by the way how many years ago was that that was in 2009 when we when we we made the decision to do this um right on the heels of the recession so um as as sherry alluded to um you know her career in, in in manufacturing had had came to an end um recession recession driven uh and so we were looking. What is what? What are we going to do now? 
Right. I was going to, that's what I was going to say. What was it that, what was the catalyst for deciding that the, this was the time? The, the catalyst was, um, after contributing to a successful company for as long as we both did, uh, ultimately getting brought into an office and having somebody control my destiny uh, and tell me that, well, sorry, we don't need you anymore. Um, that was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. And I told Sherry that day, I said, I will never put myself in a position again where somebody can control my destiny to that, to that because extent. Because you were, you were let go? Yeah, because I was let go. Right um, there. Mm-hmm. No, no, sense in, no sense in mincing words. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, the company that I worked for, J.W. Aluminum, was a great company. Uh, uh, I enjoyed working there. Um, met a lot of friends and everything. But when it was time to go... My decision then was I'm not going back to work for somebody else. I'm going to work for myself. I can uh, I can hoe my own road just as hard as I can hoe somebody else's. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, and that's that's the, uh, the the leap of faith that we all entrepreneurs love to take and, yeah. and that risk. Uh, I do have a question for you that we don't get to ask all of our entrepreneurs that come in and uh, sit in the chair that, uh, for this show, and that is um, you all have a, a unique situation that you're not just business partners, you're also married. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about the the uniqueness. Um, Sherry, I'm going to let you talk because if he, Chris talks, he might get in trouble here this morning. So talk about the uniqueness of it, not only being a business together, but it's also a marriage within the business together. The uniqueness of it. <laughs> well, you never get to get away from it. I mean, it's with you 24-7. Um, on the ride to work, on the ride home, first thing in the morning. So, I mean, you've got to have open communication where you can, okay, we're done talking about work, now move on. Because um, sometimes it's hard to let go of something that went wrong during the day or whatever. Um, so it's, it. Um, sometimes you just got to say, okay, that's it, move on. So finding time <laughs> to separate the two is, is a, a value to you too. His golf. You know, his, his golf, yes. <laughs> And how did you in the it, when you both decided that this was you what you were going to do? How did what was the division of labor? How did you have mm, that conversation? Question, like I am, I am this, and you are this. Like how did that go? And Jason's probably listening right now, wanting yeah. to know where oh. this answer is going <laughs> since you asked it. Right? Well, Sorry, Jason. Kinda, <laughs> that is kind of easy. He turned in his notice because we were going to open up an automotive shop, and they promoted him. So I turned in my notice, and they said, um, "Sure, fine." So. Now I'm unemployed and he got promoted. <laughs> so um, I went to work. And so I was at the shop, you know, 40 hours a week and he had his day job and he'd come in at his lunch break or um, after work and, um, you know, pick up the pieces. But uh, since I was completely unprepared for business, um, but that's how I ended up being there for the first couple of years while he kept the day job. Okay. Every time he quit, they promoted him. And so, Chris, as you um, folded in, to the to the company and then ultimately full time uh, ownership in the company. How did you determine what roles to take on and and now um, you know pull away from maybe what Sherry was doing? Well, when we when we set the business up originally, um, uh, Sherry is is the fifty one percent owner in the business um, for a lot of reasons. Um, minority owned business. Uh, uh, she's also my best friend. And I want to spend the rest of my life with her, so she's in charge. <laughs> right? Uh, happy wife, happy life. But from from a, a pure title, you standpoint, too, honey. If you're listening this morning, uh, sorry, I had to get that in. Just had to get uh, that in. Pure title standpoint, uh, I am the president and CEO of the three companies that we own, and right. Sherry is the chief financial officer and secretary 
uh, of the businesses that we own. And, you know, uh, being the president isn't so fun if you don't control the money. So uh, Sherry does control all the money in the business, and I do all the work. That's how, that's, that's how the titles work out. Now, uh, I, I enjoyed a really good professional career up until 2014 when our business had gotten to the point where I needed to, to leave my professional career and come to work in our, in our business. And uh, when, when, in 2014, when, when we opened up the West Ashley shop, uh, the, the way that it's worked out since then is that I kind of focus on the West Ashley business and Sherry kind of focus on, focuses on the Somerville business. Um, and really and truly, even though we co-own the businesses together, she has her full-time job. I have mine. And uh, uh, we do talk and compare notes, and there are challenges between the businesses that either she'll have to get involved in or I'll have to get involved in. Um, but, again, we're best friends. Um, and when you're, when you're best friends, uh, the, the arguments come, but they go. And uh, uh, kind, of a funny, kind of a funny way to look at it. Um, and uh, you, you can ask me what it means later on, but Sherry has – uh, Sherry has the memory of an ostrich, and I have this identic memory. I never forget anything. So Sherry Sherry doesn't remember um, arguments. She doesn't remember confrontations. Um, I never forget them, but I never bring them up again. <laughs> oh, good. You're not a grudge holder. No, not at all. So uh, uh, it's, it's just the perfect recipe for being business partners in this industry it really is now if someone is looking to get into the franchise business what were some of the mistakes or some of the lessons that you learned early on in your in, in opening the business that maybe you can spare someone going through that were, were there expectations that you had that you can kind of yeah I, you know there's there, there's a lot of lessons learned in fact um Timelines for opening. We we actually bought the franchise in 2009. We opened our shop in 2000, the end of 2010. Um, so it took a lot longer to open the shop than what we had anticipated. We had money invested in this business, and it just took so long to get it opened up. And the reason that it took so long was because we wanted to find the perfect location. And then we wanted to build a shop. And, and uh, uh, that that failed miserably. <laughs> uh, we 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 couldn't do that, and and ultimately it cost us about I don't know twenty thousand dollars because mm-hmm. we had paid engineers, we had paid arch- uh, uh, paid to have architectural drawings made, we had paid to have at least some civil work and permitting done, and uh, uh, when we found out that there was an unpermitted landfill mm-hmm. on the site that we wanted to build our shop on, that it was going to cost us another eight hundred thousand dollars to build this this facility, um, we just turned around and walked away. So, you know, what we the model that we build our business on now is to find an existing shop that's been vacated. We've been very fortunate um, in West Ashley and Mount Pleasant that the Goodyear facilities that were previously there um, had, were, were closed. Um, and so we've leased those spaces um, uh, and actually, you know, done the remodeling required from the franchise and got those businesses opened up so much quicker. So we're, we're generating revenue. Uh that, that's a key. So I know uh, before our show started, we had a conversation um, kind of jokingly a little bit about, you know, Charleston and the low country and the population is booming. <laughs> and so more people means more cars and more cars mean more accidents and issues with cars and business should grow from that. But you also mentioned, you know, when business grows, infrastructure has to grow. So uh, Sherry, I'm going to toss this one back to you in terms of what's happened in the low country 
really since 2009 has been you know amazing in terms of population growth. Talk about the impact of that on your business and also the challenges that you face going forward with our immense population growth. Well, with all the people coming in, you know, every adult's got at least one car. Mm-hmm. And so all that those extra cars on the road means a lot of people are stuck in traffic. Being stuck in traffic is hard on cars, which is more customers. Um, there's a lot of people moving around within the low country on top of all the new ones moving in. Um, it's been a big benefit to have, you know, new customers every day. Um, one of our challenges is with the industry that's coming in is pulling a lot of technicians out of the industry to go work at manufacturing because there is more money, more benefits, um, different opportunities. You know, they're not out there working in the cold. They've got environmentally controlled environments and set hours and set paychecks where uh, a lot of technicians up and coming out of school on up to experienced technicians are moving away from the industry altogether. Um, High schools are promoting everybody to go to college when that isn't necessarily the people we need fixing cars. Sure. Too many college graduates out there being our mechanics, but... um, so it's just been a challenge to um, kind of create our technicians from within. We do promote all kinds of education and training um, certifications, trying to build our own workforce instead of, you know, trying to find them that are out there. Right, right, right. Oh, and um, who do you go to now that you're in the business and you've been running it for a while? Um, who do you talk to or go to for wise counsel as far as maybe a mentor? Or do you have um, not maybe necessarily a board of directors that you bounce ideas off of? But who who advises you when you need help now? Well, that's that's I guess one of the advantages of being a franchisee is that we have a network of franchisees out there. And so there are always conversations. Hey, man, what are you doing differently uh, we just had uh, a new franchisee open up in Houston, Texas. Uh, actually, two women joined as partners uh, to open up one of the more successful shops out there. And, and one of the things that they immediately came in and did was started consolidating some of the the procedures, some of the rules to, to how we do business uh, so that it's a little bit more user-friendly. So, uh, you know, the, the, the network that we have internally within Honest One is pretty strong. Uh, the people that are owners in the Honest One Auto Care uh, uh, base are 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 not primarily not from the automotive care industry. They're they're uh, professionals who were successful in business who use this as an opportunity to invest in something that they could grow. Similar to me and Sherry, and uh, so we get a lot of help from a lot of people within the organization. And then the corporate support team they're wonderful. And by the way, to, to, to back that up, Honest One was ranked number one in its category in Entrepreneur Magazine's 2017 Franchise 500. So wow. uh, that sort of puts behind uh, you know what you're saying, that the, yeah. the franchise nationally really is on it, does great things, and provides you all with lots of resources. Yep, absolutely. So um, unfortunately, we're kind of running down on time, and uh, as uh, Leslie Always loves to indicate that this show is called Beyond the Business, People You Know, Stories You Don't. And so finding out things about you that maybe even some of your employees don't know is a fun part of this show. So I can see them tightening up over there, Leslie. I know. I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm assuming you might have a, a lightning round or something for them today. Oh, yes. I love the lightning round. All right. And this is going to be fun because I know you say you didn't read books. I'm going to ask a couple of questions, and I want you each to answer like short, the first thing that comes to your mind. Um the most important social media tool for your business? Google. Google. All right. Best book you ever read? Sense of Urgency. 
Sense, sense of urgency. Of urgency. <laughs> I know you didn't read. Come on, Chris. Oh, no, What's it's, a, that's it's sense of urgency. That's uh, it's required reading in my business. <laughs> Most influential person in your life. Sherry Rector. Aww. Great answer. My daddy. Another great answer. Yes. The thing you are most proud of. Our business, our success. I agree. Our success. All right. Last question. Number one thing on your bucket list. Number one thing on my bucket list. Yep. What do you got to do? Aruba. Aruba. <laughs> January 3rd through the 8th. I think so it's the, getting checked off. <laughs> January 3rd through the 8th. Aruba. How about you? Same for you, Sherry? Well, mine was Yellowstone. We did that last September. Yellowstone. So. Awesome. So we're actually we working through the bucket list You're now. You're working through. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, wonderful. you forgot the one that I like to ask, which is the one thing about you that most people don't know. Either oh, one of yeah. you have a quirk or uh, something you experienced in life that uh, might just... Terrified of the dark. Terrified really? Of the dark. That's Absolutely. an interesting one. Absolutely. I'm terrified of the dark. Ter- I don't know what phobia that is called. Do you? I, do, you, I don't know, but I'm sure it is It's one. called leave the TV on at night. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, anything about you that uh, interesting you, an hobby. experience you had, a hobby you have, a quirk that you can share? I'm pretty open. I don't think I have any hidden secrets. No hidden secrets. No hidden nothing. Secret. And no skeletons in the closet. Oh, that was for Halloween. Well, I'll tell you what. We said we were going to go out with a bang for 2017. We certainly have done yes. that. Thank, Thank you, you to both of you. That is, again, Chris Lloyd and Sherry Rector, who are the proprietors and owners of Honest One Auto Care here in the Low Country. A great job on a show and great job and congrats on all your success in your business. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you again to uh, Leslie Haywood. I'm going to yes. say it one more time. My co-host here on Beyond the Business for a phenomenal 2017. Wonderful 2017. Hard to believe. You know, we started this show years and years ago that here we are three years later and it's rocking and rolling. Uh, just a, a quick note. Please uh, pay attention that in 2018... Our showtime airing on Saturday mornings will be changing. So we're getting a new home on Saturday morning. Uh, We have a lot of business owners that like to get up early and get their day going. So we're going to move from 8.30 backwards to 7.30. So we're really going to be there with that cup of coffee and breakfast at 7.30 every Saturday morning for Beyond the Business. Uh, Leslie, one last thing I'll say to you. Happy birthday yes yes sir See, you thank you i forgot again i know <laughs> i yes time now it's time to celebrate so low country thanks again for a great 2017 we look forward to having you back uh, next week to hear our first show of 2018 and until then have a blessed week and happy new year thank you for listening to beyond the business on news radio 94.3 wsc tune in next saturday morning at 8 30 for beyond the business hosted by eric cox and leslie haywood and heard exclusively on News Radio 943 WSC.